welcome to Unleash Your Creative Magic. It's absolutely amazing to have you here. I'm your host, Helen Pfeiffer, a published writer of 17 crime novels, both traditionally and indie published. And I'm here to talk to you about the magic of writing, unleashing your creativity, and how to set yourself free from being stuck inside the writer's closet. I'd like to share my journey with you from that initial idea for a book to where I am now, and all the very messy stuff in between the highs, the lows, and the fuck me, this is impossible moments. I hope that somewhere along the way, this podcast might be of some use to you. You might even find some inspiration lurking in here. So grab yourself a coffee and come and join me on the writer's couch as we dive right into living your best creative life. Hello and welcome back to Unleash Your Creative Magic. And if this is your first time listening, then where have you been? And if you're a regular listener, thank you so much to you for all your support and for downloading these episodes and listening. It is really, really appreciated. I'm recording this on one of the most amazing, beautiful, sunshiny bank holiday Mondays, which is a huge difference from the last bank holiday, where it torrentially rained all day. I hope you've all had a lovely weekend and made the most of the sunshine. The podcast is a little late this week, which I'm sorry about, but I do have a really good excuse. Oh, and can I just mention the seagulls, who are raving on the flat roof below my window? Those birds have more fun than I do, especially whenever I hit the record button. So tomorrow is June the 1st, which can only mean one thing. Do, do, do. It's deadline day. Did I make it? Did I type those fabulous, most favourite two words of mine? If you follow me over on Instagram, then you already know. But for those of you who don't, yes, I did. I only bloody did it and typed them yesterday afternoon after a solid week of writing. I need to work out how long it's taken me to get this book finished, but it's probably around four weeks of intense writing time. Last week I was really lucky. I escaped to Centre Parks uh, at Windfell Forest in Penrith with just Steve and Jamie, which is a first. We've been going there on big family holidays with everyone and their dogs since we discovered it over 12 years ago. It's such an amazing, accessible place for Jamie who is in a wheelchair. The lodges are perfect and the walks through the forest are great for your mind, body and soul. I wrote a lot. I only watched two movies the whole time we were there. The Lost Boys, because it has to be done, which is one of my favourites and The Thing. I did have a head and scalp massage because my poor brain desperately needed it. It's been so abused the last month. And I was lucky enough to spend a couple of hours afterwards in the spa. The rest of the time when we weren't taking Jamie out was spent writing. I did consume a bit of wine to help with the writing. Actually, it didn't really help, but it did taste good. And it was nice to be able to just kick back and relax for a few days. I don't know about you, but I'm obsessed with the moon and I love watching it as it moves through its phases. And we were lucky enough to be able to see the full blood moon rising from the patio of the lodge amongst the forest. And it really was some sight to behold. So how did she finish writing that first draft she's been banging on about this last month? In case you're wondering, I got up earlier than the others, like really early, and did a couple of hours before they even woke up, which was the biggest help of all. I've said it before, but my brain works best as soon as it's awake. For me, getting as much writing done as I can as early as I can is how I meet these crazy deadlines. And I've also said before, it's whatever works best for you. I do write late into the night sometimes, but I find it a little harder, especially if I've consumed alcohol to ease the pain. 
My Finnish rough draft, and I mean very rough, as in as rough as a dog's ass rough, came in at 73,826 words. And I do have to read it through later. So by the time I've added it to it, all the words I've missed out because I've been frantically typing like a maniac, it should hopefully be around 75,000 words. Then when my fab editor Emily has ripped it to pieces because she's lovely but tough, it might end up a lot less. However, she will no doubt have a flurry of suggestions for me on how she thinks it could be improved, which by the time I've written and rewritten, it should hopefully come in around 78,000 words. But there's no limit on your word count, unless it's way too long. And because I've written too much irrelevant stuff that need to be in there. I think though, over the last couple of years, I've trained myself to not put enough of the extra bits in and tend to keep it pretty tight to the storyline. I'm not going to lie, the ending for this book had me crying like a baby yesterday afternoon and it's a long time since that happened. Did I write an ending to make me cry on purpose? Or should I say, did I plan this ending? Absolutely not, in no way, shape or form was I expecting this to be so emotional. Spoiler alert, just a quick note for any of my gorgeous readers. Nothing bad happens to any of the main characters. They're all good, or as good as you can be when you hang around in a Morgan book story. You'll find when you're right and have your books published and out there that you'll have ups and downs and at first you'll obsess over your rankings, especially on the Amazon charts. We all dream about being in the Amazon top 100 and if you don't, then I salute you because it certainly adds to the ups and downs when you obsess over what number you are. I used to frantically check them all the time, all through the night too and it played havoc with my sleep pattern, which is already rubbish because of Jamie. Thankfully now I don't. I think once you have some books that don't do as well as some of the others, you kind of get over the whole ranking obsession. It's not to say that I don't check because I do occasionally. On Tuesday evening while writing on holiday and sipping wine, stop, I'll rephrase that, whilst drinking wine and doing a tiny bit of writing, I just happened to check my Amazon US author page and had the surprise of my life to see the audio version of One Less Alive which is narrated by the fabulous Alison Campbell had snuck into the top 100 and was sitting pretty at number 64. It was totally unexpected and it did bring a little tear to my eye. At some point in the night I checked my phone, which I really thought I'd got out of, and almost rolled out of the bed in shock to see it had moved up to number 25. It was phenomenal. One of my older books called Last Light had been on a Kindle deal in Australia that week as well, and that had reached number 54 in their top 100, which was also absolutely amazing. So for me, writing-wise, this was a fantastic and the kind of stuff I dream about as a writer kind of week. But don't be fooled. Next week, I could check and need a pair of binoculars to see the numbers on the rankings because they are so far away and absolute rubbish. If you're looking for a career without much stress or drama, may I suggest that a published author isn't the one? Would I swap this for the world and a less stressful one? In the words of Derek Trotter, not on your Nelly. If you know, you know. And I think us writers who were born to write wouldn't swap the highs and the lows and everything else for anything. Except maybe Idris Elba and a couple of million quid. I'm only kidding, although that is a pretty impressive plan B. So what else is happening this week? Blimey, I nearly forgot. I've never had this happen before. A deadline on the same day as a publication day. So Tuesday, 
oh my god that's tomorrow is also release date for the next thrilling instalment in the morgan brooks detective series and by the time you listen to this the hiding place will be out in the big wide world and hopefully my readers will be loving it of course not everyone will like it and those who don't will be leaving one star reviews on amazon but you can't please everyone and I think it was Dita Von Tees who said you could be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world and someone will still hate peaches, which just about sums it up perfectly. We don't dwell on the crappy reviews unless they are making a valid point. If someone has picked up on a major plot flaw or something awful like a character changing names halfway through, which happens, and I can say it happened to me and I was mortified, like wanting to be swallowed by a deep hole mortified, the editor, not Emily by the way, who was supposed to be editing it, didn't pick up on it. Neither did the proofreader or me, which just goes to show how easy it is for errors to slip past the net. But I'm really grateful to anyone who does read and review my stories and if you're one of those people, thank you very much. Because of the stress of making my deadline, I completely put it out of my mind. So I'm frantically making posts to share leading up to tomorrow. I can't believe it's tomorrow. This is where all the hard work has come to fruition. The early mornings, late nights, coffee drinking, nail biting, chocolate eating, hair pulling and occasional tears are all put behind me whilst I bask in the glory of the book being finished and published. It's so nice to see readers posting pictures of the book and definitely makes everything worthwhile. I still have to do a read through of the entire manuscript before I press the send button so I'm squeezing this recording in between. And once this book has left the building, I'm definitely taking a couple of days off writing to spend with my family. But I'll still be on Instagram and Facebook because I do love a good scroll and a catch-up. Can I just say that if you enjoy these podcasts, it would be simply fabulous if you could leave a short review so other listeners might find them a bit easier. And I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to do this. I hope you have an amazing day whatever you are doing. Enjoy the weather and most importantly, take care. If you'd like to check out my credentials to see if I know what I'm talking about, then head over to my Amazon page. And if you'd like to join a community of like-minded creatives, then head over to the Unleash Your Creative Magic Facebook group. I'll paste the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I honestly can't wait to speak to you in the next episode, where I'll dive into the process of how I wrote my first book. Until next time, take care.